0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Uses Better podcast powered by Hobbs. And hello and welcome to another episode of the Uses Better podcast. Um, and today I am joined by the delightful Charlottey, so hi Charlotte. Hi yeah. Hope you're well and a good day it's on a Monday morning we're doing this so it's bright and breezy start to the week.
1: Yeah, strong start.
0: Strong start, always a strong start. So um, this is a bit different to the ones we normally do. So today we are going to be talking about your upcoming um, Web App conference, which is yes. all really exciting and we're delighted to be a sponsor of. Um, so firstly, Charlotte, let's get it out of the way. Tell me a bit about your background and what you've been doing.
1: Yeah, so starting way back. Um, I started my career in bids as a bid and proposal apprentice. So I was part of the the pilot group, the very first round of people who, who tried it out to see if this was something that they might actually want to bring in as an apprenticeship and start people from, I guess, a little bit younger or totally fresh to the working world. Um, And I did that at NG Bailey, which was an engineering FM IT company. After being there for a few years and developing into a bid manager, I moved across to a construction company and then into professional services. And I'm currently working in a law firm. So uh, in terms of my bids experience, it's been quite varied across a lot of different industries and I've kind of worked my way through the different roles. then Wibapp, of course, uh, started about four years ago as as part of my, I guess, as people like to call it nowadays, side hustle. Um <laughs> and, and I and I do the two concurrently. So yeah, in, in my in my weekends and evenings, I get to work on some things for, for WibApp as well. So yeah, very much a fully fledged bid and proposal person.
0: Good, good. So obviously we're here to talk about the conference and And obviously we've been supporting you guys for a number of years now, and a few young people have as well. So, I mean, it's great to see the the sort of progress you made with that. So tell me a bit more about Wibapp. I mean, how did it start and why did you start it?
1: So Wibapp, which originally stood for Women in Bids and Proposals started, I think actually coming up to five years now, um, all focused around gender equality within our profession Um, at the time there was a lot of research that was undertaken about salary and the gender pay gap Mm. there was research in terms of the amount of women in more senior roles and there was a a real kind of strong disproportion between the amount of women who were at maybe the more junior roles um, and all of the head of and and the directors of bids seemed to be pretty much the majority were were men So the idea was that not only did we have those kind of facts and figures, there was also the gender, I guess, the general gender inequality that people experience across all different types of industries. So, for example, you know, being asked to make the tea, that's always the one that we go for to to explain it. Women being asked to make the tea in in meetings. We've all been there at some point. Um, and, And how to kind of tackle the the day-to-day challenges that that women face within our, our profession. So okay. it started as I guess a hopeful networking group. Um, I decided to start a group on LinkedIn and I run an event in London to to just get people talking and to almost highlight the research that we'd found and um, that that other people in the industry had found and kind of bring it all under one roof. Um, and just find out if the challenges that I guess I was facing and the other people that I knew they were facing was being faced on on like an industry-wide scale which is exactly what we did find out. Um, Our first event luckily was really popular and that's kind of how we've ended up running these events to create a bit of a community and a space where people can have quite transparent and honest conversations.
0: Okay I mean I was thinking no, we, we, we've seen this um the growth of what you've been doing. So obviously you started off as doing bids and proposals and yep. then this year, I think it's this year, maybe last year. Yep. Um this year, this year okay. I've oh, got that bit right. Um <laughs> you you sort of shifted the dynamic a little bit. Am, am I fair to say that?
1: Yeah. So it's something we've been thinking about for a while. And in all honesty, one one of the things that happened quite early on um was that I was challenged about the the name of the group and the purpose mm. of the group you know women in is also not necessarily inclusive and I I always agree with that and the reason that we went for that was because it's kind of an industry I guess standard. So you've got women in tech women in science it's something that people know they know what it stands for they know the purpose and the purpose is to kind of highlight this issue and and really show people the challenges that women face so the hopes were that we could always diversify and maybe, you know, find total equality, and you wouldn't—it wouldn't even be needed. It was kind of long-term goal. We're still going that way, um, but especially with COVID and the lockdown and everything that happened, there was, I guess, a higher focus on well-being that yeah. that became quite prominent in in things that we were doing, and naturally through conversation, there was more about burnout. Um, and then, obviously, the conversations around gender have massively developed in the past couple of years now as well. It's, it's, it's not as I guess simple as people once thought. And um, I think people are a lot more open minded to, to having conversations about gender and realizing that it's, it's not so black and white. There, there's other conversations that need to be had. There's different genders. There's people who are unsure about their gender. There's so, just so much. And what we really don't want to do is exclude anyone who doesn't feel that they fit into the category of being a woman. And we want to make sure that we're not being uninclusive by doing that. So by making this change, we, we are still going to have conversations about gender. But we're, we're also going to be able to have more conversation and more open conversations about what that looks like. And we will also be able to kind of broaden what we talk about into other challenges when it comes to inclusion and diversity. So that's why we've made the shift to uh, to keep the name App, because we wanted to kind of keep that branding, keep what people know it as. We know that people just say App, no one really says it full anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, so we, we thought for a good few months about how we could keep that. And that's how we've kind of come up with wellbeing and inclusion because it totally stands for what we were doing anyway. Um, yeah. Which is really nice. It's not. It's not been a huge shift in terms of we we stop doing something and start doing something else. It's more that we can continue to grow what what we've been doing for the past five years anyway.
0: Good, good. I mean, I suppose um, no. We have seen almost like a huge culture shift. Yeah. Over the last sort of, I mean, I think you're you're right. I think it started sort of a few years before COVID. Yeah. Um, and I think we're not down here. I think you, you're completely right what you're saying. I think it's it's almost like the well being of people became more paramount. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I must applaud you for the fact you've, t- you've taken the sleep because I think it would have been, I, I, I don't want to do the service, but it's almost like it'd been quite easy to stay in that lane. Um, but yeah. actually, you know, taking the, the step to broaden it across to everybody, to include everybody. Um,
1: yeah. Um, and we a really know that it- thing we know that it is uh, I guess a bit of a challenge and one of the concerns has always been that what what do we know about all of these many different factors I guess of diversity and inclusion and you know for example for for me personally I don't necessarily know what it's like to not associate with a gender or to experience racism or accessibility issues I, I personally don't have experience but does that mean that I don't want to know more? No, it doesn't. Does it mean that I don't want to be better at being able to, I guess, understand what it's like, being able to call out bad behavior, being able just to have an understanding and empathy in a way that maybe I've never been able to before? And one challenge we always had when it was women in business proposals was actually what we would find is that a lot of the time our events were predominantly attended by women which we we expected but we did always encourage um, any gender to to be able to turn up but what we're hoping is that by having this shift for example when talking about gender diversity um and gender equality being able to have you know lots of different genders who can all talk about all of the different challenges that everyone experiences It doesn't matter if you are a guy. it doesn't mean that you cannot be sat at one of our events and hear about disability, hear about racism, hear about gender, whatever it might be so yeah we we hope that actually there's gonna continue to be a movement on gender equality as well as all of the other aspects too
0: great I mean yeah it's. You know, it, it is good to see that you know this is becoming front and center of the conversation. Everybody's having because you know we've had kind of how many years of of trying to get there, and probably not yeah. actually doing much about it. But the fact that yeah. there's organisations like yourself, there's you know over, you know. They appear doing something. that Everybody's trying to drive this conversation to the right place, and yeah. you know it's going to take time. There is no magic button. There is no magic wand we can use to suddenly yeah. fix the whole world. But hey, if we all take a little bit of a step,
1: yeah, then and it's, it's hard. In it's, that it's really hard to have conversations. Like even like knowing that I'm speaking on here, I know that there's a strong chance I'll say something that might not be quite right. Something that you know I have to be careful because I'm still learning about the right language Mm. to use and the right thing to say, but actually something we really want to promote is that two things, it's okay to get it wrong. It's about being open to learning and and understanding, I guess, why and what it should be. And then the other part is is something that I heard a couple of years ago was about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm, It's something that, that people share when they talk about inclusion and diversity is actually, it's okay to to be uncomfortable having conversations and to maybe not get it.
0: I think I think that's I think that's a really sort of tangent point on this because it's. I think you you are right. I think the conversations sometimes don't happen because you sit and go, "What happens if I say the wrong thing?
1: Yes, yeah. Um,
0: you now, am I going to do more damage than I'm going to do good? And you know, part of the, what I love about the this podcast is it's a it's a it's a mouthpiece for us it's a you no, know, a non-partisan or way we correct phrases for it it's just we're having a chat about things in the world these days that yes we're, we're trying to strive towards we won't always get it right yeah. and you know i am i'm firmly in the believe that i will say something probably on this call today that i'll have on my market manager in tears over um so <laughs> i probably said the wrong thing or interpreted something the wrong way um, so, yeah, apologies for you. Um, But it's about the fact that we are having the conversation in the first place. I think that yeah. is the driving point. So, you know, kudos to you for actually you know, pushing this forward and driving this agenda and, and just trying to make a difference, I think is a good way of putting it. So, obviously, in March, we've got the App conference, which yes. is wholly um, exciting. Um, I'm sure yep. everybody's looking forward to it. So, come on, give me I, I want some sneak previews now. I want to know what's going on. Um, yeah, you know, so, I'll probably be some of the boost ratings. Um, yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the conference. Why is it different to all the other conferences that are out there? What are we doing? That's what are you, what are we do. What are you doing that's gonna drive this message forward even more?
1: Yeah, but well, it absolutely is a we. I, I will, I'll give you a little, <laughs> little back on that because, um. One thing that we are always so grateful for is when we get sponsorship, because not only is it kind of the the confidence of organisations putting their name to, to this, to say we we back this and we're going to help drive this forward, but something that we've always been conscious of is the ability to reach people who aren't part of big corporates who can can pay a lot of money for tickets. And sponsorship allows us to keep ticket prices really low so that it's – it, it can be paid out of people's own money if, if they yeah. really want to come and, and needed, you know, and, and it makes such a big difference. So, yeah, it's a, the, the sponsorship is really, really important to us. Um, in terms of the day itself, people will have noticed if they have seen the agenda that there is a shift. Previously, we've done like a full day. Um, however, based on feedback that we've had over the past couple of conferences that we've done, networking is what people want more of and the challenge sometimes when you have it in the day is that it gets taken up by a conversation around best practice and presenters and speakers and all of that good stuff and doesn't leave enough time and people kind of getting their lunch and trying to network at the same time um and we've we've run kind of speed date style networking but it's it's not enough people want more so we've almost split the conference into two parts there's the the speaker part and the presentations which will be the first half followed by then the evening space which will then be kind of drinks refreshments a real time to network there will also be some kind of focus group style conversations where we'll be asking um for for groups to talk very openly and honestly hopefully about their ideas and network with people on their tables whilst also being able to I guess feed into the bigger picture the bigger agenda and then sharing that best practice and insight with everyone else in the room Um, and so yeah that's that's really exciting for us um there's there's a secret project we keep calling it like secret initiative secret project oh, which very few people know about you know about
0: it <laughs> <laughs> i know I mean, it, it's quite <laughs> exciting i did a cool record we, we so want to talk about this we can't um yeah no, I mean, it's, I- it's
1: really it's a really interesting and hopefully fun but powerful thing that that's going to be happening um we are obviously having some strong talks with, with you guys about how we can make the most impact with that because you, you kind of say, how is it different to other other conferences, other events? And and this definitely isn't like a broad statement that I'm going to make about all other events that I've been to. Um, I guess for, for us, something that we hope is quite, I guess, unique to, to us is that we really do want to focus on that enjoyment and fun and feeling kind of like energized by it it's sometimes you can go to events and, and you can sit and you have su- such a important and educational day but you can feel a bit drained that like you've you know it, it's been really long and something that we really like is to try and have people leave and being quite empowered they want to go back they want to do things different they want to they feel like they've actually had a good time this is a day that you are not working on bids but what we don't want to do is the fact that you then feel like oh god I'm now not only a day behind on my work I've also you know there's all of this stuff that I've got to oh, I've got to do this and it and it feels quite like hectic we want people to feel like that their day off technically has been enjoyable and they kind of go back being re-energized and and raring I guess to to get going um in terms of the people that attend in Every single event that we've done, I've always been so blown away by how, I guess, eager people are to, to network and meet people from the get-go. Um, I think I've said it previously in, in other kind of events that one year we we ran like a minibus style thing to, to one of the conferences. And some people know this, not everyone does, but the guy driving it was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um (laughs) i was like we gotta keep the costs down um and luckily yeah he he's able to do that so um he was obviously there and and could kind of hear everything that was going on And, and he said to me after he'd done it that people were getting on the minibus and just like hi i'm so and so like really like talking and laughing he was like i couldn't believe it you would think that people would get on a bit nervous. I know that I've gone to events before and felt quite nervous and a bit like, okay, where, who do I go to? What do I do? But this was like groups of people who had no idea who each other were and just getting on like rearing to go from from the station, which I just love that that's even something that happened in the first place. And and that kind of then carries on through the day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I love that. because I mean, I've been to numerous events over the years, both bid related and non-bid related where, no, you go to presentations, you sit there, you listen, you come out, you grab your coffee, and yeah. you know, especially if you go on your own. I think it's always the biggest challenge with these events that the people that are there that go on their own because that's all they can afford, or that's all the they, they company can map people they can let off at any one time. Yeah, you generally see them stood in a corner somewhere going, I'm just going to check some emails, when actually they're either texting the mate or playing sort of a game on the, on the phone. Yeah, because. It's how do you break that barrier, and how do you get people to network? Because especially, I suppose, in the no, if you've got a room full of salespeople, for example, yeah, you would expect them to be able to talk to everybody in the room because that's their job. Yeah. Um. If you've got a network full of big people, that their job is to write content, create libraries, manage a process. They may not have the the skill set. Yeah. They may not have the experience. To walk into a room and go, hiya, I'm so-and-so, this is what I do, what do you do? For sure. And I think the fact that you know we can sort of almost break down these barriers yeah. and change the formula from being a very much a, these are the lectures, this is what we're going to do, this is the structure of the day, to be a little bit more fun. And I know yeah. it's something, you know, Rax t- touched on in the past, who's our engagement manager, is the fact that, you know, business doesn't have to be that ultra professional, ultra slick, ultra um on point process. No, you can have fun doing it. You can have a relaxing time, but still learn. Um, And into my mind, and I could be completely wrong saying this, I always learn better when I'm and I take I absorb information better when it's the conversation that little bit more engaging, that little bit more interesting, that little bit more less formal way of doing it. So I'm not saying their ways are wrong, don't get me wrong at all. I'm just saying it's uh, it's nice to have something different.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and that, that's kind of what it is. And, and you absolutely need your best practice events, you need your really formal courses, and you need all of these other options. And I think everyone, as you say, everyone learns differently too. So, so something that's a little bit, I guess, more relaxed might not be someone's cup of tea at all. And... I guess there's just no pressure I guess there's no pressure when we have any of our wave up events if you're someone who is quite quiet and wants to sit back and listen what we often find is there'll be I guess groups of people who might be chatting and there'll be a couple of people just listening just observing Mm. and and you know nodding or hearing things not necessarily wanting to partake too much or maybe just getting the confidence to to say what they need to but I've never really noticed that that's been a problem. It's almost you know you're you're here for for you and what do what do you want to get out of this? And if that's to sit back, and observe, and, and listen from people sharing their experiences and sharing their ideas, then that's that's absolutely great.
0: Cool, cool. So if you were gonna if I was gonna put you on the spot and say what is to love doing this and we haven't prepared this, I'm so I'm just gonna throw it at you anyway. But <laughs> what's the one? key takeaway that you want okay. to, be able to walk away from the conference with
1: so given the the kind of shift in yeah. in focus for us i think the key takeaway is that we all experience different challenges hmm. and our different backgrounds mean that we will also interpret all of those challenges in in very different ways and from the speakers and from the conversations, I'd really love people just to, I guess be, have it more in in their minds and for it to be in the forefront of their minds when they go through their day-to-day life at work, where maybe they could do things that would help to create a little bit more of an inclusive environment.
0: Mm. Or perhaps
1: if they feel like they're not part of an inclusive environment and, and they've got challenges and struggles with that, that there are other people who are going through the same thing and they're definitely not alone. Okay.
0: that's kind of two key takeaways. So I mean obviously no no I suppose we have to reinforce the fact that the conference isn't just for win. Um yeah. as previously you know I say it's, it's been the title it has not I've been to your events as a, yes. as, a as a old bloke. Um <laughs> that's the right thing to say I'm not sure. Um so you know we have got this you now we are looking at having a, a real sort of diverse mix of people yeah. in a conference and i suppose that's especially with the name change i suppose that's you know a dramatic almost like a critical point for you yeah um so i mean why i mean i say, why do we need this this mix why you know, what sort of mix are you hoping to get
1: i'm, I'm hoping and, and I can speak on behalf of the whole Whip app team, really. We're, we're hoping for just diversity in, in every single way, if possible. We know that that's probably not possible. And unfortunately, due to where we first started with that kind of women in focus, mm-hmm. I think without any of this promotion or, or not, I guess, really trying to drive the message forward, it would be really easy for all of our members to go, yes, sign me up hopefully they'd say, love the events before uh, uh, and for it just to kind of lean that way. And and I think that that could still happen. But we'd really love it if people can, I guess, think about the benefits of if you're able to bring diverse teams, or, you know, or maybe you didn't feel like you would have fit in to women in bids and proposals, but but now you feel like there might be a place, then absolutely attend because yes, we'll still talk about gender, but we're talking about so many other things. And even for me, I would say that having the conversations with the speakers just in kind of preparation of what we wanted to do for this, it's opened my eyes up just through the conversation already. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm hoping that to, to, that, to really follow through and be something that people can feel that it doesn't matter who you are there is a place for you there's absolutely a place for you at this event and we want this event to be diverse and we want people to to challenge and bring hard conversations if if maybe you've never felt like there's been a place for you at an event come and tell us because one thing that we've always tried to pride ourselves on is listening to what people who attend our events and our members and just people in the industry when we have these kind of conversations if things come out sometimes we go that's that's why are we not doing that (laughs) write it down you know but we want to be better We're, we're not kind of this is all we're doing and that's it so if people have ideas or they want to see things we want to hear from them so yeah whoever you are if you work even if your title isn't bid or proposal if you like cross paths with bids and you've suddenly found yourself doing way more bids than you ever thought you'd be doing you know this is still for you you don't have to be and I say that as someone who I've got quite a few friends who are not bid people but seem to overlap with different things in the bids industry. And I've even said to them, you know, come along. Like, this is going to be for everyone. It's hopefully going to be good. It's good. <laughs> right no, I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> I and just to sort of summarise that in 30 words or less, maybe. I don't know. don't care. Um, <laughs> so what we're saying to everybody is that, it's an open forum. anybody Absolutely. can talk as long as you've got some tenuous link to working in the bid industry. Yes. Rock up because it's going to be a cracking day. It's cracking day, cracking night. Absolutely. And you're going to learn, and you're going to learn in a fun environment. And there's going to be some cracking speakers, cracking takeaways, yeah. and there's some really engaging people are going to do that. I mean, I know, you know some people have already said they're going, yeah. um, and I think there's this little bit of a buzz of excitement about it, which is quite nice to. See, um, yeah,
1: yeah. I've I've had a few people message me and, and tell me that they're coming along or or making sure there's still going to be enough tickets.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: so. um. So so yeah, I hope so.
0: And also we got your big secret project that you're going to announce, which is all good <laughs> fun. Yes, so, um,
1: and that that is going to be exciting, and it's so hot. You will have, as you said, had the same thing. It's really hard to talk about without saying.
0: Exactly. I know, I know. It's sort of like. We're going to do this. It's really good.
1: Yeah. Like, Anybody. you're just going to have to trust us. Like, yeah, just trust us. Just it trust it us will be, be good. good. And and we're putting a lot of thought and effort into it. And this is actually something that's been in the works for a couple of years, starting mm. from us just saying, how can we do this to a point where we're going, you know what, It's it's time to just do it. We, yep. we need to do it it's hopefully going to be very exciting and yeah watch this space because as of the as of the 17th <laughs> we can talk about it as much as we
0: <laughs> cool cool it's it's um yeah I'm, I'm trying to trip you up to give me a secret reveal but you're not you're not playing games so it's fine um i'll get so, told
1: off that's why i know i
0: know <laughs> but, but hey it'd be good pr for me um so the other part of the events obviously we, we got the the session where we're going gonna to be doing speech talks and engagement yeah. things and this sort of stuff but you've got an award ceremony going on yes and everything i can see around this it's a little bit different to your normal awards
1: so so we've actually never Done at awards ceremony before, and um, I say ceremony. It's going to be, it's still going to be just the, the kind of standard informal thing that we like to do. Um, but the the main purpose of it is that there are people who are in our industry who really do champion equality and diversity. There are good leaders, good teams, good organisations, good individuals who are maybe even new and and champion it, and they go under the radar. And this is an opportunity, whether you can nominate yourself, if you think, you know what, I do do this. Tell us, tell us, because we want to hear about it. If you know someone in your team who does this, you know, there's a number of different categories on our website. And maybe after this, we can send out another link to it just so Mm, people can find it. But it's just going to be a really lovely way to, to recognize that we're talking about this push, we know that there needs to be improvement. We know that. I guess our industry as a whole is still developing when it comes to equality and diversity, and really understanding the challenges and how we can help one another. But people are already doing really great stuff, and it shouldn't go unnoticed. And yeah, we we just want people to be able to to kind of get that praise and get that credit that they deserve.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just sort of you no know, looking at the sort of the categories you've got in this. There's yeah. some really interesting ones because you would have thought. Maybe I'm being a bit um, sort of harsh in one face but it's sort of normally with this sort of thing, it's like, well, well, who's who's doing the best of this? Who's showing the way they're doing? And it's all about actually people who've got really mature, ingrained programs about actually how they do it and how they actually yeah. applying that to um, their their business. Yeah. But you took that one step further for me because obviously. Now i look at the first award you give it's the rising star now you know that isn't somebody who's been in the industry for 20 years and has got massive teams that's for people that have been here sort of three years or more Now they're people that are new to the industry yeah and we're celebrating their impact
1: yeah and, and i think not even just impact i think it's also drive it might be that you're trying to do things and you don't quite feel that you've got to where you want to be, or, or the person maybe that you're nominating hasn't kind of completed it. But they're really trying and they're having the conversation, you know, what we said right at the start in terms of get comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, all they're kind of doing all of these things and, and recognizing that there needs to be change and just, you know, step by step trying to to make progress and progress doesn't have to be the best thing ever as you say, proving that this is something you've been doing for 10 years, this is for people who you could be brand new to bids, only in it for for a year, and you've somehow been able to get your team to get on board with a a new idea of yours, or maybe just start the conversation. That's Having the conversation is really key, and I've had it in the past where sometimes it could be that someone just asks the question, and it it sparks conversation, and people get to talk about it, and it kind of opens up one another's minds to, to different things so yeah definitely look at the categories and and have a think and see if uh see if there's anyone that springs to mind as i say all yourself we're totally open for <laughs> you know absolutely support yourself if you look at one of those categories and think i do that and and i think that that i would be well deserved of that then please do nominate yourself
0: yeah cool i mean i i suppose the, the sort of the flip side to when we're looking at somebody who's brand new to the industry you look at the people that are probably a bit more experienced a bit more older a yeah. bit more senior when we you, you sort of figure out who's the best inclusive leader now i suppose with the the younger awards and the team awards yeah and i thought they're they're fairly easy they're not fairly easy to judge but you've probably got a bigger pool of fish yeah Pool of fish pool of school i don't know pool of water, it is, um, <laughs> into, where yeah. when, when you look at the sort of the one that you've got for the leader That, I think, is a lot more of a challenge.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, we we agree. Um, When when we were looking at categories um, and being totally transparent, it could be that we we don't get any nominations for some of the categories. Mm. And that's totally fine as well. We've chosen the categories because, you know, if we've got people who could be nominated for all of them, then we'd love to celebrate that kind of, again, that diverse range of different types of people that we'd be able to celebrate. If we don't get some for certain categories, that's totally fine too. And and you know that that leadership piece or the kind of pioneer, it might be that that there aren't that many people doing that right now, or maybe they don't feel that they are. But that doesn't mean that it's not something that will maybe help people strive for that as well. It's we hope we might be able to do this on an annual basis. So if you're looking at one of those and thinking, "Is there anything I can do?" It it might again start start the conversation spark ideas
0: good yeah, that's great so obviously you know we, we got the the, the um the, the session in the afternoon you've got the, the awards at the evening so yep. there's going to be people there that are brand new to these events there's going to yep. be people there that are you know qualified from school last year or a few years back or university and have come to these events and this could be the first one they've been to yeah what's the single bit of advice you're going to give to somebody who's walking to this about how they network with people um how they get involved in the conversations
1: so if i was going to go for for one piece of advice it would be to be yourself turn up open-minded so don't put that pressure on that you necessarily need to do X, Y, Z. Something that I've I've heard a lot when it comes to networking and the right, I guess, the right way to do it or the best way to do it is that sometimes you can feel that there's loads of pressure on, okay, I need to go in with a purpose and I need to have conversations with X, Y, Z, or maybe I need to at least gain three contacts, you know. And, and if you are the type of person who thrives off of that, absolutely do that. But if you are the type of person that, that is going to make you feel anxious and feel worried and nervous about attending, take the pressure off. We're a really nice, relaxed, informal event. If you get there and you can't see anyone that you can talk to and you're feeling nervous, come and find me. Come, I'll be there. <laughs> come and <laughs> chat to me and say, you, you said <laughs> it will be come and say, I don't know who I'm talking to. I'll, come and chat to me and like I hope everyone feels like that and I know that there are other people there who have the same mentality and will if they see maybe people who are looking like they're a little bit lost they'll go over and kind of proactively say hi so yeah take the pressure off and something that um I presented at the APMP summit back in summer last year and one of the things I said was it's also okay to have your strategic kind of getaways and exits as well you don't have to be strategic kind of in you can also have your strategic leave so whether that's like you said is it your phone are are you going to use your phone and say I've got an urgent bid on at the minute I just need to get this out the door or feel confident in that if you're really you know feeling a bit nervous that you can go and take a walk outside and come back whatever it might be that's going to help you to feel more comfortable at, at that event that takes the pressure off do that because we want everyone to to enjoy it and to get what they need out of the event.
0: Cool. So this is brilliant. So we, we got the conference. You've got the awards. You've been there. You've been all day. You did it. You walk away from the awards. You walk away from the conference at the end of the day, and you wake up the next morning. And you go, I want to get more involved. Yeah. How does somebody get involved with WhipUp? Or join so, with that I will, I will yeah, there, there lots more.
1: So we are hopefully in this post-COVID space going to be able to do lots more in-person events and we're going to be kind of taking this in informal. I guess vibe that we like to try and have for the conferences and, and running that a little bit more consistently in terms of our events and, and get togethers and maybe activities, there's a sneak preview, activities <laughs> of getting people together. Um, and we're definitely going to be getting out of London. There are so many people who say, I'm not in London, it's really annoying. I know, I do know. We are listening, we are going to sort something, we're going to make sure that there's events not just in London. and. If you want to host an event or attend an event in a different area, let us know whether that's directly on LinkedIn, whether that's through our email address, whether that's messaging me. Let me know where you are because we'll definitely see what we can do. If you don't want to attend events in person, but you want to kind of see what we're getting up to, you can sign up on our website. We've also got a membership area on there and we've got a LinkedIn members group. Again, it goes through phases of being more active, less active, depending on what's going on in the industry at the time. It might be that you don't really want to get involved at all. You just want to see what's kind of going on from afar, then follow our kind of company page on LinkedIn. You don't need to be a part of the group. You can just follow that too. Um, Or drop me a message. <laughs> I'll be I'll be very honest. And there's been times in the past, like in in the midst of COVID, people be like, "What's going on with WebApp?" I'm like, "Nothing right now. <laughs> Everyone's pretty flat out. We're not doing anything for a few months. Yeah. We'll come back to you." And 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 that's kind of I, I will say a brief shout out to uh, the WebApp team here because they are as we get closer and closer to the conference, it gets more and more intense, and everyone does it outside of their their day jobs, and often last minute things that we suddenly realize that we need or go oh my god did you realize that there's only you know this many days to go we we need to post this and we need to do that and yeah I'm very, very lucky to have them them helping me to, to be able to pull all of this together. So thanks guys, they probably yeah. won't get into this. They're gonna be like, we don't have time to do that. we have to do all the other <laughs> but, I'm doing this know, conference for you. but is the <laughs> podcast as well. We're doing conference for you, come on, behave.
0: Um, exactly. No, I mean, it is, it, I think it's, it's safe for everything, you know, especially conferences. Are, it, it's so easy sometimes to see the headline people and the, and the, the people that speak and the people on stage but i think you know there are some unsung heroes behind the scenes yeah. of everything we're doing is that that never probably get the praise they deserve they never get the shout outs they deserve and they do it because it's the right thing to do yeah rather than getting remuneration for it that's a big lift to stand today um <laughs> or um any sort of gratitude for it and yeah. you no know, i think you know i think for all conferences these guys Now, there is always a small army of people in the background that's supporting. So, you know, kudos to all of those as well. So, um, cool, cool, cool. Right. One last thing, um, because we spoke about this. There were a new donors that come in. Biscuits.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll I'll blame Sophie for that because blame she was, Sophie for that one, She yeah. was on the call when she said it. Yes. Um, so this
0: is my new section now. It's what's your favourite biscuit?
1: What I, I will? Can you please make that a recurring thing? I will tune into every appear, episode. Yes,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it shows a lot about somebody's personality and what biscuit they actually like.
1: <laughs> my mind has actually, I guess, fluctuated um, over the years, but I, I do like a good solid choice of like a bourbon. Um, I also really like a jammy dodger at the right time and a rich tea. I'm a I'm a tea dunker. I wouldn't tend to have them dry unless I'm hungover. <laughs> Might want to cut that out. <laughs> but I would have them dry if I'm hungover. But yes, I'm a I'm a rich tea dunker. Absolutely. Yep. Um I'm
0: totally weave on that one. The jammy dodger and the Bourbon, yeah I can take them all leave them, but the uh, the rich tea definitely is a winner. Every, every so, also yeah. chocolate
1: digestive as well. Get that in there.
0: Digest plain please Always plain Um,
1: So so hold on What's your Is your favourite biscuit Rich tea
0: I've got you Every day of the week
1: Oh okay Every
0: day of the week It's just It's just The solid Reliable Dunkable biscuit Can't beat it What what Um,
1: always In the podcast Absolutely What
0: always In the podcast So (laughs) Yeah that's my new feature Now going forward But hey I'll probably get yelled at for it But I don't care Um, It's my (laughs) podcast I can do what I like Um, Charlotte Lovely to talk to you As always Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much for having um, me. And um, you know hundred percent we're totally behind the conference and good luck for it all I'm sure it's going to be an amazing session, a really good success thank and you. a platform for you know driving this forward going forward. So um yeah, that's it. that's it that's me done. So um I will say thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much, and thank you to you and and Hobbs for obviously being a, a big supporter of this and our exciting initiative TBC. Ooh. Watch the space.
0: You see, what I should do now is go and the initiative is, uh, and then call, cancel and then, call it cancel so, <laughs> it. We off, but, oh,
1: There's still there's time to edit that in.
0: There's time to edit that in. Just be good. All right. Thanks for showing Thanks so and, much. Um, thanks everyone for listening to me. So, until next time.